0: Fight Disciples. Welcome back to the Fight Disciples YouTube channel. This video is about boxing and five fights that I personally want to see in 2024. Before we get stuck in, make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. We are trying to grow the community here on YouTube and we need your help. The more times that you hit that button, the algorithm of YouTube sends it to other people that might like boxing and they might come And watch our channel so thank you very much if you've already done it if you haven't come on man let's make this a relationship we don't want a one-night stand hit the button and become a fight disciple right let's get into the video now I am sure you have got your wish list of fights that you want to see in a boxing ring throughout the course of the next 12 months. With the influx of Saudi Arabian money, it's becoming a lot easier to make those fights in the heavyweight division. So we're not going to talk heavyweights at all. We all want to see the Undisputed Heavyweight Championship of the World, and we think we're getting that on February the 17th. And off the back of that, fingers crossed, by the back end of the year we might get to see Anthony Joshua fighting Tyson Fury. Who knows? There's plenty of permutations that genuinely could play out now at heavyweight, and I'm not going to talk about them. So let's talk outside of the heavyweight division. Let Saudi Arabia deal with the heavyweights, because there's really no excuse for not making those fights. They should be happening. Fingers crossed they will. So what other divisions have got our balls tingling a little bit to get us excited about prospective fights coming up in 2024? Here we go. First and foremost, I'm going obvious. I'm going to light heavyweight. Everybody wants to see the undisputed light heavyweight championship of the world. And for years, they've been talking about Artur Piterbiev versus Dimitri Bivol. However, Artur Piterbiev has got a little bit of a hurdle to get himself over in Quebec this weekend. Depending on when you're watching this video, I'm obviously recording this before January the 13th. Because on January the 13th, Artur defends his unified championships against Britain's own and former super middleweight world champion, Callum Smith. That is not an easy ride in the park for Artur Many of you might think that he'll walk it. He won't, because Smith is very good. Sensational boxer, has a lot of power, really good on the catch and counters, and for such a tall guy, fights really well on the inside. It would not surprise me whatsoever, given the fact that Artur Paterbiev now is a lot closer to 40 then he should be fighting at this particular level. Callum Smith might just win this. And if he does, it still doesn't deter from the fight that I actually want to try and make, the undisputed light heavyweight championship of the world. Dimitri Bivol, for me, has solidified himself as the guy. You beat Canelo in the fashion that you do, you then go and beat Zerdo in the way that you do, and you kind of establish yourself as the main man in this weight division. I want to see Dimitri Bivol in with the winner... Of Buterbiev Smith. Let's not make any excuses. Let's not have any rematches. Let's not have any nonsense. Let's just make that fight. The noises again. I keep referring to Saudi Arabia, but the noises coming out of Saudi Arabia is that they want to make that. And with the connections that everybody has now with that money, it's highly likely that we will get it. So, number one on my list: light heavyweight undisputed world championship. Fingers crossed, the WBC pull the finger out and actually sanction that fight and make it undisputed because I think everybody involved deserves the opportunity to be classed as Artur Smith winner versus Dmitry Bivol. That's fight number one that I have to see in 2024. Now, number two on my list is probably the fight that I want to see the most. I'm going to the super middleweight division, 168 pounds. The current champion is Sol Canelo Alvarez. I know that you've just signed a major deal with PBC, which is making you a ton of cash, and it's a multi-fight deal. So there's certain fighters from the PBC stable that you're going to be picking out and shoehorning into certain fights. We've already seen the Charlo fight. I said, even though the marketing was undisputed against undisputed, it was an easy walk in the park for Canelo, and it turned out to be that because Charlo just couldn't be bothered, couldn't he? I do not want to see the twin brother in with Canelo. Leave them all alone. There is only one fight. Luckily, he's a PBC fighter, so let's make the fight. We've been talking about it for years and years and years. Let's stop this nonsense that you don't do Mexico on Mexico violence. Make the fight. Sal Canelo Alvarez versus David Benavidez. It is the best fight at 168. It might even be the best fight in the whole of boxing outside of the heavyweight division. Please, stop zigzagging. Make the fight. Benavidez wants it. I'm sure you want it, so let's make it happen. We're all pretty confident that it will be an absolute classic, so if it is, let's do it again. And again. But just make the first one, please. The fight that I want to see the most this year without any shadow of a doubt, £168, Sol Canelo Alvarez versus David Benavidez. Get it on. All right, all right, all right. Here we go. Fight number three, and this is the one that you've all been waiting for. Well, when I say you've all been waiting for, it's definitely one that I've been waiting for and my partner in crime, Nick Pete, has been waiting for. That's right. We are going to £140, super lightweight, ladies and gentlemen. We currently have a champion holding the WBC crown after putting on a sensational performance against Regis Progre. I'm, of course, referring to Devin Haney. Now, there's lots of hot rumour knocking about that Devin Haney and Ryan Garcia were going to get it on. But then, all of a sudden, Ryan Garcia comes out and says, no, I'm going in the direction of the WBA because I want Roly Romero. Why wouldn't you? It's a pretty straightforward fight. And you would think that Ryan Garcia is going to become champion there, which might then set up the fight with Devin Haney later down the line for a unification. In the meantime, what do we do? Now, I know that there's loads of chat that... Devin Haney is going to be taking other opponents. All you've got to do is Google on on social media. There's loads of different names that are being touted at the moment. And I believe that negotiations are on the way. Now, Devin Haney's a real one. He's absolutely proven that he is prepared to fight the best guys. Fought Lomachenko when he didn't necessarily need to, did he? He's gone up in weight and taken on maybe the best guy at 140. And he absolutely pulled his pants down and slapped his backside to become the WBC champion. But who do I want to see Devin Haney in with? Well, one of the best performers of 2023 is who I want to see him in with. That's right. There is another belt holder at £140. And that belt holder is a guy called Tiafemo Lopez. Now, I know that Tiafemo is out next week. He's uh, got himself already booked. But I fully anticipate if Tiafemo Lopez is switched on, he comes through that fight. Let's make Devin Haney... Tiafimo Lopez. It's a unification at 140. You've got the WBC champion and the WBO champion. You've got the Ring Magazine belt on the line as well because Tiafimo Lopez beat Josh Taylor, who was already the number one in this particular division. Let's just get it on. Two young bucks in their absolute primes. In fact, probably pre-prime. These guys are only going to get even better. There's an opportunity down the line that these guys are going to dance on several occasions. They could absolutely like the blue touch paper for these weight divisions. We already got Tank versus Ryan last year, which got us a little bit excited. There's so many top quality fighters from America based from 135 right through to 147. And if we can get them in the ring at once and get them fighting, we could have a blockbuster generation. People of older generations talk about the four kings, don't they? Well, there's about... Six to eight kings between 135 and 147. And these two are definitely in that mix. Devin Haney, Tiafemo Lopez, make that fight. Fight number four, speaking of kings, you know exactly what I'm going to do. I don't actually think this as a spectacle is a brilliant fight just because I don't think the styles actually lend to it being fireworks and rock'em sock'em robots. I think it's a high-level chess match. Because their punch output is so low. But two stellar names. Two what you would class as champions in the division. It's a world title unification. And again, going back on what I said about fight number three with Devin Haney and Teofimo Lopez. It is two guys that really could be part of a sensational era for American boxing between 135 and 147. I'm of course referring to the WBC champion at lightweight, Shakur Stevenson. And I'm, of course, referring to the now WBA champion because I believe he's been upgraded since Devin Herney moved up, Javonta Tank davis Like I said, stylistically, I don't know if it works, works. I know that they've got highlight reel knockouts, the pair of them. I just think because they have such low punch output... It might be a standoff. It might be a high-level chess match until someone detonates. You might get bored waiting for the moment because both of them respect each other's power and abilities. But just name value alone. Come on. Shakur Stevenson, Javonta Davis. The beautiful thing about this fight, if you just take away from what you might actually see in the ring, these two guys are supposed to be the guys to take over that pay-per-view mantle from Floyd Mayweather. We haven't had that person come through as of yet. From a numbers point of view, maybe it's Ryan Garcia. But Tank consistently generates numbers, or did anyway, and he's also putting bums on seats. Shakur Stevenson, I think he's the guy. I genuinely think that he's the guy of this generation, that he's going to be that multi-weight guy that slays everybody. Well, let's see. Let's go in there with somebody as elite as Javonta Davis, and let's see what is what. So, the fourth fight on my list, even though I don't think it's gonna be a blockbuster, but it might be awesome press conferences, build up, and then we might get a high level chess game. I wanna see Shakur Stevenson as Javonta Davis. That's my fight number four. Make it happen. Fight number five is a little bit left field because I'm not actually bothered about the opponent that this person faces. I just need to see them in a world title fight. For years, there's been talk. For years, there's been mentioning of names, but it's never really materialized. Yes, there's profile. Yes, there's blockbuster fights that make him a few quid. But let's find out what's what. There's plenty of time to still come back and make those big money fights because of the profile that this particular fighter holds I just want to know if he's up to the standard that he says he's up to. I've seen him fight. I've seen him get beat. I've seen him fight, and I've seen him win in style. This year, I need to see Chris Eubank Jr. in a world title fight. A legit world title fight. Don't give me none of this IBO nonsense. A legitimate world title fight. Now, I know that that is highly likely to be against Yanni Bekali and who is the best guy at 160. There's no doubt in my mind about that. And it is highly likely that Chris Eubank Jr. will go into that as a betting underdog. And he's highly likely that he's going to get beat. But I don't care. I need to see it. I need to see him step up to the very top level of this game and have a go. And if he falls short, sound. That's what this game is. I'm not here to knock a guy because they tried and failed. The crime is to not try at all. So, a plea to his promoter, to his management team, and to Chris himself, who I think is a stellar guy and he actually wants to have a go at this. Let's make that fight. Let's make Chris Eubank Jr. against Yanni Beckel doesn't matter where it is in the world. The Eubank name travels. Let's have a go at becoming a world champion. If he pulls it off, he becomes an absolute superstar. If he doesn't pull it off, he can always come back and fight plenty of people in the UK. Because of his name, it will travel and he'll make a shitload of cash. He's 34 years of age now, I think. We've had plenty of years, 30-odd fights to get to the point of, well, let's find out if it's true. So this, my final fight that I need to see in 2024, I'm not even bothered if it's Janibek. just anybody that is holding a proper world title. Chris Eubank Jr. needs to be in a world title fight this year. There you go. There's my five. I'm sure that I've missed some. I'm sure there's some out there that you're screaming at the screen going, what about this? What about this? Well, leave it in the comments, man. This is yours as much as it is mine. This is just a personal video of me saying, these are the five fights outside of the heavyweight division that I absolutely need to see in 2024. Fingers crossed they materialize. With the way the boxing's going at the moment, there's a high chance that I might get all five this year. You never know. Like and subscribe to the YouTube channel.